What's up, y'all? Good evening. Really? That's how you feel? Welcome to another edition of Purpose for Forever. Forever. Forever and ever. We appreciate you guys for being here. Make sure you are sharing. My podcast people, thank you for listening. Um, so today we're talking about, as you can see, death and family. And as you can see from that title, nobody <laughs> wants to talk about that. But as usual, my husband is very creative with the way he words um, these titles. But here we are, people. Yeah. All right. So this we're going to start the intro. This is your opportunity to share because sharing is caring. Invite a friend. Invite a, a foe. An enemy. And a brother. And a neighbor. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. So I'm just going to talk while he's sharing. So it's great to be back, guys. We've had a busy last couple of weeks and have been running and so much has been happening. So we haven't had the opportunity to be on, but we are back. And to kind of just talk about some of the things we've been through while we weren't on. We wanted to talk about, and I know it's a terrible topic for some, but just, um, you know, when you lose someone from your family, um, you know, how that can affect your household, how it affects your extended family, how it can affect your marriage, um, all those things. And we kind of just wanted to... um, to talk about that with you guys, mm-hmm. our audience, and hopefully, as always, we'll share something that makes you think just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So, yeah. So, um, we were kind of out. I had a death uh, in my family. And so, we went out of town, you know, to be with family, to uh, take care of that. Right. And of course, my my husband came with me. Uh, my whole household went. My husband, my children. Um, but I also noticed while I was there because other family was there, you know, like everybody didn't have their spouse with them. Some came um, alone, right. and of course, in my eyes, unsupported. Yeah. Um, you know, came to deal with. the event kind of on their own and I looked you know of course at my husband and he was there um, to support me to be with me to support the family but you know also he was being a dad he was attending to our children Um, you know I also realized some of the more emotional parts of whatever was happening 
you know, was different for him. And it just kind of made me think. I'm giving, I'm sorry. All right, so <laughs> with the, the things that go on, go ahead. I know, you started laughing. I, I, I saw him laugh because he's that going, wonderful uh, people that live here rent free are making a lot of noise. Okay. Oh, so it was, it was, you know, an interesting thing, you know, of course, with any death, um, because she was young as well, you know, it's a lot of mixed emotions and a lot going on. Um, and, you know, in the general usual speeches of staying together and connecting as a family um, is one of the big things spoke about, you know, at, at funerals and things of that nature. Um, but it's, it's, you know, I think my wife said it too, it's like, you're never really prepared for it, especially when you're, you know, like young or whatever, but it's, it's, I don't know. I think it has to be kind of somewhat of a conversation that has to be had as far as, you know, Hey, what, what do we do if something happens? I know we talk about life insurance, that's life insurance, life insurance, make sure there's money course to to take care of expenses you know um funeral expenses and things of that nature so you don't have gofundmes and things like that but it's dealing with you know what happens after you know like if if you have children you know what's your plan right you know um like you know for us the idea would be if something happened it'd just be one of us and the other will watch the children but then you know if sam by herself thinking like, okay, what if something happens to me, what will happen to our children? Now, our children, you know, they're not adults, but they, you know, they're in their teenage years. They got some years before they can really be by themselves or on their own. Um, so it's something you still kind of think about, you know, because they're going to have to go somewhere because they can't support themselves like that. Um, but it's where, you know, and I know it's rough having those conversations but it should be honestly something that you think about. Um, and we always talk about village and community and things of that nature. Right. And whoever's watching this, like on replay right now, um, if something was to happen to you, where would your children go? You know, like just think about it. Like what would happen, you know, to your children? You know, would they have a place to go or would they unfortunately have to be fought between relatives to barely speak to, you know, and, and trying to figure out where they go, you know, um, or or do you really have a plan or there's someone you spoke to, like, hey, if something happens, I would like for you to have my children. Right. It's kind of like, is there a, a long-term plan for your right. family? Right. And I know that nobody ever wants to think about that, but the reality of it is that sometimes, you know, things happen. And what's the long-term plan? Like, do you have something set up? Um, You know, if it was you, what happens to your spouse and your children? I mean, things as as, um, detailed as how you wish to be laid to rest. Right, right. Um, You know, if you're, um, you know, God forbid, connected to some machines. How do you want that to be carried out? And I know like for some may say this is like morbid conversation, but I feel like too many times we don't have these conversations. Mm -hmm. We don't discuss these things 
like as as a wife, I want to be able to prepare my husband as much as I possibly can. God forbid if something happens to me. I want to try to make sure he has a plan, not just for his life, but like for our children, um, for the things that we have started for, um, you know, just for his tomorrow. Yes, we have grief and we have things, you know, that we have to live with and, you know, life has to go on. But I think too many times we live like we have forever to go. And I know it's till death do us part and that's fine. But sometimes, unfortunately, death does you part a lot earlier than you think. Um, And I I don't know, just watching, you know, watching the way things unfold and people die and not just with this last incident, but every time, you know, like that these things happen a lot of times. Um, spouses are left to kind of figure it out. Like, of course, you know, there may be insurance money or they may not be. Um, And then as a wife or as a husband, you're left trying to figure out the best way to uh, respectfully lay your loved one to rest. Um, I think it's just important, like all the other conversations that you should have you know, in marriage, we plan for so much. We plan for vacations. Right. We plan for retirement. Right. We plan for what happens when the kids graduate. Right. You know, what happens when they go off to college. Right. We plan for everything. Right. But a lot of times we don't plan for what happens if I'm not here. Right. And it, it may be a hard thing to think about. I mean, I don't want to think about right. if I'm not here. But the reality is, right, a, a will and insurance, right. That covers that covers the tangible things, right? But, like, what happens, okay, we got insurance, you know, there's a will, fine, he gets everything, um, you know, like, or what if it's both of us? Like, do you have a backup plan? Do you have somebody that you know like for us, because all our children are under 18, right. all both of them, I said all, like we have a lot. Like what happens to our children? Right. Like, you know, what if we don't want them to go to family? Right. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with them, but just like, what if that's not the plan? But we've never talked about it. Right. What if the only family member that wants them is the last person? She's right. oh, all she mapped out, out in the world. Well. Right. It, it should be. Right. But we need to take time to, to write those wills out. Right. That's I think that's the most important part. Like getting life insurance is like step one. Yeah. You have to have insurance. Definitely. Okay. And then you have to have a plan. Yeah. Write it out. Write out what you want. Right. Um, discuss it with your spouse. Because right. you know, it it's it's important. I think sometimes we, you know. We don't plan for we don't plan for rain. Right. Right. Like, you know, we, we plan for the summer and the spring Thank and you know, the better. sunshine. Right. But we don't plan for storms and we don't plan um for rain. And I think it's important, especially, you know, as a couple, as a married couple, for you and your spouse to be on 
the same page definitely. with those things. Yeah, um, definitely. Like like I said, the will and insurance is, is great. Um, also, like you know, we always we always have godparents, and it seems, from my understanding, and I guess depending on how it's defined, but from what I understand it, so, you know, godparents are are the ones that will get your children if something happened to you or to both parents. Um, they're the ones that will get the children. Let me ask that. So who's whoever's watching right now, because we're getting some folks in here. Um, the people that you have chosen as godparents. If people even do that, <laughs> if anymore, you still do it, um, are those still people, people, people you would give your children to if or, or allow you know or allow either way, but you want those those parents or people to have your children if something was to happen to you. Because honestly, we chose people we would that based on how we how we figured what our parents were like. If something's happened, us, this is where we want our children to go. Right, and that still stands today. Yeah, and they fourteen yeah. and twelve. <laughs> yes, yeah. like we know that household. We know how they operate. You know, I still would want my children, right, um, to go to. Yeah. Oh, let's Wait, see. That, oh. Love it. Oh, okay. Oh, let's see. Oh, said, oh, we trusted our kids' godparents to get them right, but we named actual people in our will, so we had both. Okay. okay. Awesome. Awesome. That's cool. Um, yeah, definitely. Who you choose is it? Yeah, just said love it. Thanks for sharing, I guess. Thank you for sharing. Dr. Oh, thanks, Dr. Wallace. <laughs> yeah, I think, like we say, you know, so many times our households, we don't yeah. have this conversation. Right. And I get it's not. An easy yeah. one, and nobody no. thinks that your spouse is gonna walk out the door right. and never come back. Right. But so many things happen, right? right. I like yeah. that. She said, "Plan and share with your children." Right. So many siblings not talking now because they had disagreements okay. about handling business and after parents passed. Right. That is a huge one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, he said, "I cried." Right. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, like I said, I, I know it's not an easy thing to do, but like I said, considering that I want him to be prepared right. if something happened to me, and listen, I, I have a long list. And like my list is like probably stuff that people don't think about. <laughs> like, because I'm me. Like, you know, I don't think he should have a repass okay. well, after the service. I don't think I that the burden for him to entertain people, um, hey, hey Carvace, hey, 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 you know, I don't think he should have that burden. Um, I'm against, and I know my church people, I, Shanetta, you might feel differently. I don't want nobody preaching my funeral, I don't want them preaching you happy and making you shout, I'm gone, I need him. Right. <laughs> I need not that I need you to be mourning, right. but I just I don't want nobody up there hooting and hollering. <laughs> and the Lord said, "Ha!" Like I don't want that <laughs> at at my funeral. What you say? But at this last go around, oh oh, oh this one we're holding. But last go around when we updated after the baby took, I was ready. Right. Right. right, you had girl, you had eighteen years to get it together. Uh, 18, I am too. Bury him in three days and keep it moving. Oh God! But, okay, that <laughs> tomorrow. 
Hey. Um, that that's a lot. I got. I mean, I get the. She said, "I'm, I'm coming, coming in my shop." See, yeah, I don't, I don't want that. Coming in the shop. Like, right. and then you know, like the people that come the same, right. and they woo woo wooing. I just feel like that's so much for a family yeah. to sit through because I've been at services and I'm just like, yeah. it's too much. It's too much. But I think it's important. Um, you know, all jokes aside, like I do have my quirks, but my husband knows that. He knows who he's married to. So yeah. there is no surprise yeah. <laughs> about, you know, what may happen. But I think it is important to have those conversations. And like you said, if you have you oh. have loads of kids or, you, you know, like when you have several kids, you do have to sit your children down right. and tell all the kids the same yeah. thing. Like, yeah. don't have, oh, I'm going to talk to you because you're the responsible right. one. And, and then you didn't them. tell Junebug and Pookie nothing. Right. So now I have to deal with losing you right. and I have to manage your kids. Right. Like, there's nothing... I was telling him, like when we were going down for the services or something, there's nothing tears a family apart like death. But on the flip side, nothing can bring a family together like death. It's like everybody will show up because somebody passed, but then they'll rip each other to shreds because somebody passed. I definitely think you should talk it out with everybody. Right. right. Let everybody be uh, on the same page. It's right. it's a hard conversation. Yeah. It really is. Like, you know, <laughs> when we watch movies and our kids see, you know, like the wife dies and then the husband get with somebody else. Right. You know, my kids is always like, oh, daddy, that can't happen. <laughs> and, you know, and I try to explain to them, like, sweetie, unfortunately, once I'm gone, I'm not coming back. Like, it's okay for your dad to move on and be happy and continue with his life. Like, he's just supposed to be alone, you know, for the rest of his life. And I think, like, you know, those conversations, it's important to to have the conversation. I think also we got to do better than just showing up for a funeral. Mm -hmm. Don't show up. She said, oh, nah, my <laughs> can't move on or take my picture. <laughs> you know what? If you would have said anything else, I would have swore that was not you. Yes, yeah, stay by yourself with yourself, sir. <laughs> I, I mean, I think I we have to do better at showing up for each other. Right. Don't just show up for me when I'm dead. I don't know you're here. I can't feel it. It does not mean anything for me to me that you hear crying. It don't mean anything to me that now you're carrying guilt. Like there were so many people at this service, like so many people. But unfortunately, she had gone through so much alone. Like everybody showed up when she was gone. Like show up for me while I'm here. And I know it's not always easy to show up for our relatives. It's not always easy to deal with them. Um, You don't love them any less, but sometimes you just, it's hard. But I think it's it's important. I mean, considering that 
in this country, we lost what a million people right. to COVID. Right. Yeah. Now you got the monkeypox, right. and who knows what's coming next week. That monkey vid. Yeah. Um, I think with all the things that are happening, we need to focus more more on showing up for each other. Right. Show up when I'm here. You don't have to agree with my life. Right. You don't have to agree with all my choices. You don't have to even agree with, I, I don't know. You just don't have to agree with me to show up for me. Right. Sometimes people just need to know that you care. And there's a lot of different ways to show up. Right. Listen, it's, it's really not a debate. Figure out the best way right. that you can show up more yeah. for the people you say that you love. Right. Like for your loved ones, for your relatives, um, figure out how you can show up more for them right. and do that. Because one day yeah. they'll be gone and yeah. you can cry, you can roll on the floor, right. you can foam at the mouth, they're not coming back. Right. And you have to carry that guilt. Yes. And I've seen that so many times. Yep. And especially, you know, like a week ago. Right. I seen people they could barely gather their composure because right. of the guilt right. of not showing up. Right. And I, yeah. you know, I'm not gonna sit here like I did a great job either because you know, being the oldest cousin or whatever, right. like I didn't either. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not even I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Um and there are probably times that I could have. You know, there's probably things that I I could have done. You know, and we all have those moments where oh, I could have did this differently. Yeah. But I'm saying going forward, show up for people. Right. Like show up, show up. I cannot stress that enough. You know, we get into a little tip with somebody and we just don't speak to them. Right. And we think, oh, well, you know, this is what we do. We don't right. speak for a certain amount of time and then we'll talk yeah. again. Right. And you don't yeah. never know when that last breath is coming right. and you'll have to deal with the decision of why I never talked to them, why I kept thinking I should call them or I could, I should text. Right. And you didn't right. like, you know, we all say, and we say it all the time, tomorrow's not promised, right. but then when somebody goes, Oh, we lose right. it. Right. Right. I think it definitely, um, like you said, the, the connecting, the staying connected. We always, you know, we, we talk about that a lot. Um, and tomorrow's not promised, you know, but the, the, the main, you know, reason for this conversation is just to have the conversation about what to do if something happens, you know, what to do um, if someone, you know, dies or doesn't, you know, doesn't live as long as we think, you know, and we had our, <laughs> we had our conversation with our children about, you know, just, preparing them in a sense like, you know, we're not, we won't be here forever, you know, and just having that conversation. And it's not something that you think about all the time. Right. And granted, like, you can never really prepare for, but you just have to have it. I, I th think about, I think in the hustle and bustle of our days, you forget about that piece, out of sight, out of mind. Right. Absolutely. Especially when you've had a tiff. With yeah, somebody, definitely. especially when they've gotten on your last nerves. Oh, yeah, it's easy to to um, you know, not think about it. What you say, like you said, out of sight, you know, out of mind. Right. It, that's why it has to be 
an intentional thing. Yeah. Like you have to, you know, you have to tell yourself, not just say, oh, I'm going to do better and then move on and don't do better. I think, you know, you have to make a conscious decision yes. that I don't want to be on this end right. of that thing. Right. Like, you know, there's so many things in our life that we're going to miss or get wrong. Right. Like we can be there and get wrong. But I think this needs to be something, um, you know, that, that we focus more on getting right, like especially in our communities. I know you guys have seen it. The funerals you go to and, oh, God, people are just rolling in the floor. Right. I didn't talk to her right. for two years. Right. And, and now they're gone. Honestly, in the last was it a month we've been to two funerals? Yeah. Right. So in the last month, I've been to two funerals. Right. One was a friend that I used to keep in contact with. And then so much time would go right. in between us, me just checking in. Yeah. And he passed unexpectedly. Right. Right. And then a few weeks later, I lose a family member. Right. Somebody, again, that I didn't keep in contact with. And don't get me wrong, it's not a perfect science. Yeah. You're never going to be able to keep in touch with everybody, right. text everybody, call everybody. Like, you know, we're human. Right. And like you said, the hustle and bustle and the being a wife and being a mother and, right. you know, and, and being an employee and being a friend, like, you know, it, it can get heavy. But right. I think we need to do better in our communities. You yeah. know, like, be our brother's keeper a little bit. Right. It, it costs you nothing right. to spend 10 seconds to say, hey, I was thinking about you. Right. On a text. Whether or not they respond, doesn't matter. Yep. But if you like me, because I'm talking about me. If I text you and you don't respond, <laughs> you might get another text <laughs> saying, hey, I text you. <laughs> you ain't say nothing. By right. the third text, right. if you get a third one, I'm I'm probably over it. Yeah. Like, and I know that's something like that. I have to do better. Like, I have to try to be better. Like, not look for a response. Like, just let me reach out to you. Yeah. Like, you know, I've done my job, right. and kind of the rest is on you. Because you know, I, I don't know. I just when you see somebody that's 23, yeah. and they're gone right. at 23, yeah. Um, you know, and you see. What's left behind, children, um, you know, already a single parent right. and leave children behind, yeah. you know, it, it really makes you reevaluate, um, you know, just your decisions and right. how you choose to move and interact and, and live your life. And I've kind of been thinking about it, you know, quite a bit like, yes, I'm married. Right. So, you know, of course, the hope is always if I go, at least he's here, right. you right. know, or if he's go, you know, maybe I'm here. Right. Like, um, but it's just some things you can't prepare for. Right. All I can say is do your best in the moment, Definitely. you know, but but try to be better. Like right. when you realize, oh, I suck at texting yeah. or I suck at, you know, staying in communication, try to be better. Yeah. Try to try to push yourself. I mean, like I've over the last couple of years, I've been pushing myself to just stay connected. Um, and you know, me and my brother, we've not had a, a close relationship, but you know, he's lately just trying to text him monthly. My wife might be like, "Hey, you text your brother, text your brother," you know, just to stay in contact. And he's honestly, he started reaching out, which is right. huge. 
because you know mostly I've always called him for needed something or just it was some resource something I need you know for a reason but you know he started texting me just checking in with me as well so um it's it's good just just to check it just to see how someone's doing you know they just may need a listening ear they need a moment you know just just to hear listen I'm going through I just need to talk I don't need any advice I just need to get it out I need to say it out loud I already know what I need to do. I just need to say it out loud and, and move on with it. But just sometimes it just takes it takes some effort to have a relationship with other people. Um, and we always talk about like the, the village and the couples that we are surrounded with, you know, just trying to stay connected with them, make sure they're straight. Like, <laughs> you know, just uh, today we started the, the guys in the couple group started the challenge. Well, three of us uh, shout off our Mr. Sean Rollins. <laughs> um, so just something to kind of keeping us connected and accountable for, for our health, you know, which is very Absolutely. important, which is very important. Um, so I'm, it's, it's cool doing things like that, you know, because it's, it seemed like, you know, growing up, you, you seem to not have as many friends, maybe because you just work so much, you're married you're into the kids. It's like, then you just kind of cut off everything, you know, and you just stay so focused on the house that you don't, really bother talking and buy. And then you'll hear a lot of guys, I don't need friends. And we do, <laughs> we do. We need the connection. Cause when I started connecting again, I was like, man, I miss this, right. you know? And it's, and it's in a healthy fashion where they are pushing me to, to, to be in the family, not to pull away from the family, right. you know? And so, to be better. And to be better. So it's, I know we're talking, you know, we start talking about death and family, but it, this all encompasses the same, just staying connected, just staying connected having those conversations, you know, because um, even the person may talk to you about like, hey, if I go, um, I need you to be here, try to look after, you know, check on my wife sometimes, just call up, make sure she's straight up, you know, right. things of that nature, you know. Like, God forbid, if something happens to him, I know that I have at least, how many people is this? I have at least four guys. <laughs> right, right, yeah. It will include my past, I can't leave him out just because he watched. <laughs> Because he'll be upset. He wasn't there Saturday. So I have at least five guys that I know I could call for anything. And I'm not related to any of them by blood. But I know those five guys that we're connected to would look out for me and the kids. Like, without a doubt. But, you know, however they could step in, however they could help me, I know they would be there to make sure I was good. Yeah. But also make sure I was protected. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, no, you can't be over here. You right. know, like they'd be making sure nobody was trying to take advantage of me. Like, right. I know that right. based on the relationships that we have built. Right. And I think that's important, too. Like, and in the same way that if something happened to me, I already know Shanetta is not <laughs> between right. Right. Shanetta and Trees yes. looking yeah. like, like, I know... <laughs> I don't have to worry. I know that they're going to make sure, you know, that he keeps my baby's hair done. You know, I know that they're going to make sure, um, you know, that I'm not cooking, right? Right. You know, there's things that are taken care of in my home now that I'm not there. Um, Right. And that's that's based on a relationship, you know, that that we've built. And although, like, we haven't had the physical conversation if something happens to me you know we've kind of all established 
like you know when somebody had COVID, it's like oh look let us do this yeah. we got it yeah. you know when this one got sick look let us like we got you yeah. and i think um a lot of times we miss that right like in in our communities right. like we we don't have the village to pull together right. um like they used to have right. back in the days right. like you know all the wives would get together and Right. Whatever it is. Um, so I think it's just important to, you know, have the conversation, yes. Right. But build a village. Right. I told him today, a man on the island will surely drown. Right. Because there is nobody to save you. Yeah. And you are surrounded by water. Right. Eventually, you're going to drown. Right. It's just going to happen. Right. Somehow, you're going to fall in there. Whatever it is, right. you are going to drown. Like, don't live your life where you're isolated. so isolated. Right. Because there is nobody to help you. And no matter how strong you are, no matter how together you are, no matter how educated you are, right. you need something. Right. Somebody. So, which is nothing, nothing like having friends you can depend on and a village is important. Yes, absolutely. Yes, like indeed. you're gonna need somebody. You're gonna need something. Right. Even if it's not tangible, right. like things that you need. Maybe you don't need to borrow money. Right. Maybe you don't need to borrow somebody's car, but the support that you get is you know is worth it though like you know a few weeks ago my mom was in a bad car accident and i was stressed because she was somewhere right. that i couldn't be right. she's in a whole nother state um no real answers right. i was a little worried same day my village yeah. came over right <laughs> and it was nice to have the support yeah. and then you know, after, even after everybody left, you know, I got texts asking, hey, how did, you know, how's this? How's that? Same thing when I had a death in my family. You know, I got texts, hey, you need anything? Do you need us? What do you need? You know, we got you. Like, it lightened the load. Like, yeah, you still feel, you know, I still had the same feelings, but the load wasn't as heavy. You know, knowing that, hey, if I need something, I can reach out, right. not feeling like I'm bothering people. Right. And I get it's not always easy to make those connections because it took us a long time yeah. to make some decent yeah. um, connections. Yeah. I'll say here in right. this state, right. Right. Um, because we've lived several places. Right. You know, we still have connections in New York, people that love us yeah. and will be there no matter what, but they're in another state. Right. So, you know, making new connections in another state hasn't always been easy. Right. It hasn't. But we've done it. We have a village here. Like, we've been here all, right. our oh, whole right. lives. Right, right. And we have it. Yeah. So, like, I know that no matter what, like, I have to go through, there's some people that are there. Even if they can't do nothing but keep pushing me. Right. right. They're there for that. Definitely. I think, um... The village matters, and it, it in, in times of tragedy, it helps. You know, you're not feeling like alone. Like, <coughs> you know, four years, five years ago, something happened. You know, she kind of been struggling to kind of just kind of pull pieces together, or trying to find somebody reliable to to be there. Um, but you know, now we we've <coughs> been blessed to build a network, build a village where. We're, you know, that we're involved with other people. They're involved in our lives. They know what's going on here. We know what's going on there. And it, it matters. Like, and I know 
some it's funny i used i put up posts saying things about that and people just are, <laughs> are skeptical <laughs> like i can't just trust a stranger like i get it but you gotta you can't do this all by yourself you know living life alone like <laughs> I, that's a analogy it's, that's all her you're drowning in an island you know because eventually you're gonna need some help you're gonna fall in the water <laughs> something's gonna happen um so we have to stay connected staying connected matters and like I said, talking about if something happens, <coughs> what we do, where would our children go, what will happen, is important. It's it's a conversation that needs to be had, I think, like every year. Because, you know, when your children are 18, they're grown, they're gone, you don't have to worry about that anymore. It's not a word because they're taking care of themselves. And now, you know, all you got to do is just leave a, maybe a financial legacy or leave them some property. What are you going to leave them as, as maybe like tangible? Tangible. <laughs> so yeah, definitely having the conversation though. That's the main thing. Have the conversation. You know, some people, you know, families they start bringing. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk. You need to talk about it. You gotta talk about it. You gotta talk. At least have the conversation one time. And like Sam said, have it with everybody. You got siblings. Everybody needs to get the same conversation. She, you know, she's a responsible one. She's gonna be the 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 was the executor over the the will. She's going to take care of it because you know you guys are, are shaky. <laughs> so they, she or he is going to take care of everything. But it's said. It's like, you ain't got to guess it. I'm saying it, you know, oh, and, and let it be done. You know, there's, there's, that's all there is. And this, this is how we're going to divvy it out. And where we at is where we at. I think um, a lot of times, like I said, families are, <laughs> talking to the, the the one that's responsible by themselves instead of talking to everybody so when something happens it's a fight and she ain't say that you know i i heard it but no one else did you know i know what, what mom or dad wanted but no one else no one else knows because they didn't have the conversation with everybody because they didn't want to get into a fight but right now this is the time we can fight because and mom and dad is saying it <laughs> like you hearing it. You can be mad, but you hear it coming out of their mouth. And it's just it is what it is. Um so. Janetta was right. Have a will. Yeah. Have life insurance. I know yes. some of you got life insurance. Maybe you haven't put together a will. Have a will. Definitely. If you got something, if all you got is a house, right. have a will right. where the house goes. Right. Make it simple. Definitely. You know, think about even though you're gone, think about how you can make the life of your loved ones easier after you're gone. Um, get life insurance. Don't leave a burden. Don't leave people figuring out how to bury you. You know, borrowing money. Right, pull on line, easy. Right. Um, don't you know? Don't leave a burden for the people that you love. You know, put put these things down. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Nobody wants to think about their own death right. i get it right. um it said you can find always life insurance online as well That's right awesome. it, yeah. it, it can all be done set your family up right. to to be able to survive Definitely. when when you pass right. um have the hard conversations we talk about that all the time right. have the hard conversations you and your spouse are living in a bubble right Said, or you, oh, yeah, go, go do your job. Big companies offer options like shares of work. Yes, right. Um, if you live in a bubble, pop the bubble, come yeah. out, 
make right. a friend. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You feel like I don't live my whole life without <laughs> friends. I don't need none now. Yeah, maybe. But now you're older. Now right. you need people more than right. you did when you was 20. Right. When you're 20, you know, you're reckless. You think you know everything. You think you're super strong. When you get 45 and you get out of bed and everything need oil, right. you know, it's a, it's a different story. Don't, don't live in a bubble. Yeah. Don't, don't allow your kids to live in a bubble. Right. Set your family up to be able to live on, to right. be able to be prosperous. Right. Uh, not to, you know, to just have a full life. Right. I don't want to leave such big holes. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. There's parts that'll never be filled again because I'm not here. Right. But, you know, I, I want my family to have a support system. Right. I don't want my husband trying to figure out what to do with right. two kids because we ain't made a friend in 30 years. Right, right, right. I mean, the reality is family is great and they show up. Right. In the beginning, but yeah. eventually everybody goes home. home. Yeah, people go home, yeah. and you're left. You know, the family that's come from state to state, yeah. they all go back, yeah. and you, you know, you're left with whatever. Figure out right, whatever environment that you're built that you yeah. built yeah. alone. Right. Um. So you know, make some connections. It's hard, and the older you get, it gets harder because yeah, we're stuck in our ways, yeah. and we already have this long list. Of what we're not going to do. Right. Um, right. So it can be hard, but establish a village, establish a support system. Yeah. No, you can't trust everybody, but you can trust somebody. Right. That's good. And That's maybe good. you can't trust even that somebody with your innermost secrets. Right. But you can trust them with some things. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah. you just have to give it a shot. So, so that's our thing. Don't let death tear your family apart. Don't, you know, use it. it prepare as much as you can. Right. You, I mean, you can't prepare because you don't really know when it's going to happen. Right. So you have to be ready. Right. So you don't have to get ready. Is that what they say, right? <laughs> right. If you're already prepared yes. as much as you can be, right. a will, life insurance, right. you already have a village. Right. That's as ready as you can be. Yep. I, I mean, God ain't going to send you a letter with your date on it. <laughs> That's yeah. not going to happen. Okay. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> so just be prepared as you can be. Right. Set your families up to survive, um, you know, in case of emergency. Indeed. So um, hopefully you guys got something out of this. Uh, I know this conversation isn't the easiest to have, um, especially different stages and phases of life. It gets a little more difficult, you know, when everybody's young and freely and free. It's a little easier to have when you start getting older and really want to have these conversations. You need to, there are stages. You have the conversations. Um, and Shanetta, he got at least six months from, from the time okay. that I go Six months, no heifers at my house. Another six months. Yeah. I don't want nobody over here baking no pies, dropping off food. Well, six they, months. Yeah, they, they laying the foundation. No, Shanetta, my six months. No. You got me. Six months. <laughs> you you run about here. <laughs> at least for six good months. He at least got a more. You got a more for so months. Oh, but man. thank you guys for joining us. Um. We're here, <laughs> right? You know what your <laughs> Absolutely, That's no funeral pies. <laughs> they probably don't frozen pies anyway. Uh, she, just, 
She didn't she, make it. She didn't homemade. But got to be here every Monday at 8 p.m. Yes. 8 p.m. every morning. We thank you, God. Oh, 8 p.m. every sure. Monday. Monday. Not Nine. morning. The mornings <laughs> belong to someone else. But yes. thank you guys for joining us. We'll be back next week. Yes. Uh, actually, I think it's about time to have all our couples on because it's been a while yeah, been since we have had the crew on. So yeah. I think we're gonna. Um, this is my 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 invitation ahead of time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. That that's oh, what I'm wait. talking about. <laughs> See. See what I'm don't, saying? That's my village. See the ladies? They got my back. Oh, <laughs> so it's been a while since we've had a group conversation. Right. So I think we're going to go ahead and, and put that on the books uh, right. and have a group conversation. Yeah, third anniversary. Bam. Oh, God. We did. We missed it. Third anniversary. Right. This has been three years. <laughs> three years. Oh, my gosh. So much has happened in <laughs> August that we did absolutely. Miss our third year. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we definitely have to have the couples on. Uh, let you guys see our wonderful village yes. of people. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're going to have that coming within the next week or two. Definitely. But we are here every Monday, 8 p.m. So, until next week. Love intentionally. Love unconditionally. And love on purpose. purpose.